focus, the Lord has had his focus on the big picture lately to back up from all the crazy. Would you guys agree there's lots of crazy? Okay. Crazy. There's distraction. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the world. Maybe stuff going on in your personal life, circumstances. The crazy. And the Lord would have us back up because the crazy tries to suck us in. And get us focused. It's one of the strategies of the enemy, actually, is to get us to hone in on the little junk stuff and, and get our eyes off the Lord, uh, undermine faith and trust in him. And so when we back up to get the big picture, that's what it, it, lo- that's what it means to back up and look at something like God does. Okay. Another way to say this is you renew your mind. Get the big picture, renew your mind. They go hand in hand because you come back up to the place where you're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Okay. So that's what we've been focusing on. The Lord's been really focusing on it. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the Lord is raising up Shilohs all over the world. Shilohs being a place of his presence, also a place of governing uh, in the spirit. Okay. So the Lord's raising up with those places and we are a Shiloh uh, on, for this area. There's other Shilohs too. The Lord has them reserved in every place. So I'm thankful for Shilohs. Shiloh in Hebrew literally means one who takes his place. And it's, but it's a messianic title. It's one who takes his place on the throne. Okay, so Jesus is our Shiloh, right? And we are a place of Jesus, of his very presence, where he has taken place his throne. He is king over your life. He is king over this house. And that's, and that's what makes it a Shiloh, okay? That makes us a prophetic militia, Okay, where we are minute men. We're ready in a minute to go out and do what the Lord's leading us to do because he's the commander and we just follow where he's leading. That's how we roll, okay? Then last Sunday we talked about keys and gates, how Jesus said, I have given you the keys of the kingdom and with these keys you will bind and with these keys you will loose. With these keys you will forbid and with these keys you will release. You will lock and unlock. You will open and close. And what you shut, no man can open. And what you open, no man can shut. It's that reality. And this is the keys of authority. It's the keys of responsibility that he's given us. And so we want to flow with the understanding of what we're receiving from heaven as far as opening and closing gates, portals, doorways, whatever verbiage you want to use uh, in the spirit. That there are realities of these spiritual places and, and geographic places where the Lord would ask us, come in and change the atmosphere in that place. Uh, I want this to be a place where uh, angelic, the angelic traffics through this gate, you know, through this opening. <laughs> um, also, we talked about how you yourself are a gate. Angels ascend and descend on the Son of Man, Jesus said, and he, but he's our blueprint, okay, and we're one with him. So now angels ascend and descend on you. Okay. So you can come into a place and blow the place open, you know, like, like Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration, like we talked about last Sunday, just, poof, just blow it open, you know, let the glory explode out of you. Uh, so anyway, and today I want to hone in on something about baptism. Maybe you didn't realize. I love this. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm just, yeah. 
So I've, some of the things that I'm sharing with you today, I've learned from my spiritual father, Wayne Anderson, and, uh, and we'll get into it. So turn to Colossians chapter 2. This is just going to be a short word. Okay, Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. We're going to start reading there, okay? I'm going to read in a Passion Translation, then I'm going to switch over to NIV for a few verses. But uh, I'm, there, there's so much good around this that I'm actually doing verses before and after because I love them so much, but they're not applying to what I'm talking about. But they're so good. Okay, so Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. Jesus, he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form, and our own completeness is now found in him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. Okay, another translation says it like this. You have been brought to fullness. Already done. You have been brought to fullness. So anything in you that says, I'm lacking, I'm in need, is not aligning with the true identity of who you are as one who has been brought to fullness. That's why Psalm 23 begins with, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack for nothing. No good thing. I shall not want. I have been brought to fullness. How about you say that? I have been brought to fullness. Let's say it again. Okay. I have been brought to fullness. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with God. Okay. Next verse. Uh, through verse 11. Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart. All of the guilt and power of sin have been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. For we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death, there's the word baptism. Baptism means immersion. Our baptism into his death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. Check it out. It keeps going. He canceled out every legal violation that we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. That is the gospel. That's good news. Okay, so I want want to hone in on baptism, though. Okay. 
got a word to share, so. Are you ready? Do you want to just do it? All right. Let me make sure you're unmuted. There we go. So pause. Commercial break. Okay. <laughs> so I heard this when worship started. Jesus love. Love. Mm-hmm. I just heard this like, Jesus love. Jesus love. That's all through that. Yeah. That's all through. Yeah, you were hearing at the beginning, huh? That's, that's great. Yeah, you were, you were hearing right. That was the focus today. That's how the Lord's moving. <laughs> okay. So I want to hone in on verse 11, okay? And I'm switching over to NIV. It says, In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not performed by human hands. Right? So who is it performed by? God. Thank you. Okay. That's not hard math on that one. Uh, your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off, cut off when you were circumcised by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. So here's this picture that Paul's painting. He's comparing baptism with circumcision. Circumcision in the Old Testament was the mark of covenant. Baptism in the new covenant is the mark of covenant. Okay? He's saying that baptism is that indelible mark. And what we have tended to think in America is baptism is an event. You know, something you did, it's done with, it's over. Uh, But actually, your baptism is ongoing right now. There is a mark in you. When you were baptized in water, when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, obviously, you can feel that one. But the baptism in water still leaves a mark too. There's a watermark in you. And it can only be seen in the Spirit when it's held up to the light. You can see the mark of baptism on you. Okay? Baptism still affects you. It still affects you. And I've heard testimonies of people getting baptized and they come up and they're speaking in tongues. It's just the Holy Spirit baptized them too at the same time. I've heard testimonies where uh, a, a guy went under the water. This was one that Matt Shea from On Fire Ministries shared. They were in Indonesia, I think it was, somewhere like that. And he brought a pastor with him from Calvary Chapel. And uh, they had 500 people to baptize or 300 people to baptize or something. And so it was an all-day you know, all affair. And, uh, this, and the first guy that gets in the water in front of this Calvary Chapel pap, uh, pastor, uh, he starts manifesting demons. Right there, just screaming and yelling, oh, I'm going to kill you, and all this stuff. From normal, touch the water, you know, the demon starts manifesting, and the cowboy child was like, and Matt says, cast it out, and he goes, in the name of Jesus, come out, and boom, came out. And the guy got baptized and and delivered at the same time, so... So that's how baptism works. It's powerful. It's not just symbolic. There's actually a change that happens inside of you when you get baptized. So I want to remind all of us who have been baptized already, remember the baptism is not just an event that happened. You were marked 
when you were baptized. You're not the same. Okay? You may not even have felt a change in you, but something happened in the spirit that did change you. Okay? That's what scripture's saying here. You have been marked. Okay? And you're not the same anymore. Now, let's take in this, um, the, the link between circumcision and baptism. Let's take a look at this for a second because this is something really cool I want you to see. In 1 Samuel 17, verse 26, you guys know the story of David and Goliath, right? And, and uh, here's, here's, yeah, you know it. David, Goliath, Goliath is taunting the armies of Israel, you know, oh, who are you going to send against me? I'll kill you, whatever. David rises up, and, and what does he say? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What's he saying? This guy is not in covenant with Yahweh. Who is he to be taunting the armies of the living God? He's not even in covenant. If you want to say it another way, who is this unbaptized Philistine? Yeah. Who is this unbaptized Philistine? Guys, what giants are you facing right now? What, what giants of circumstance giants of uh, uh, health issues, relational issues, financial issues. What giants are you facing right now that is unbaptized and we're just kind of sitting back like, whoa, look at the size of that. No, no, no. Rise up in your baptism. Rise up and like, I am marked. You are not and you're going down. That's what I'm talking about. This baptism is powerful. Understand the power of what you received years ago. It, it, some, some might be last year, some might be years ago, some might be yesterday, some will be today. When this is released, you, uh, you, baptism becomes an agent of battle for you. It becomes an agent of battle. It's how we battle. We're like, no, no, I am in covenant. You are not, you're going down. And so we come against these things. Uh, Here's another example in 1 Samuel 14, 6. Jonathan is with his armor bearer. And he says to him, hey, let's go to that garrison of the Philistines. And he, but he says it like this. Let's go to the garrison of those uncircumcised. He doesn't even say Philistines. He just, they're uncircumcised. Let's go. Two of them against the garrison. But what he kept before him is exactly what David kept before him. We are in covenant, and that enemy is not. We have relationship with Yahweh. God is our Father. That circumstance, that problem, that's not in relationship with our Father. So what do I? When am I thinking that it's stronger than me? It's greater than me. It's not. I am baptized. I am marked. Okay. Remember who you are. <laughs> You're the baptized. You carry the mark. And remember who the enemy is. He is unbaptized. He is unmarked. He is under your feet. Yep. Baptism is your battle agent. So, for those of you being baptized today, now you can have a better understanding of what's really going on here. 
for those of us who have been baptized, you can be reminded now of who you are and what's been done in you and how it can flow through you. You are not a pushover. You are not a pushover to any circumstance, to any giant that tries to scream you down. You just say, I am the baptized. And you're going down. This is who I am. And I know who you are. Okay? We tend, when these things come our way, we tend to make them bigger than what they actually are. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord's reminding us today, no, 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 you're the one who's bigger. (laughs) Who is this dog that comes before me and saying that he can take me down, is what Goliath said to David. But David knew. Yep, that's right. Yeah. I'm I'm thankful they're connecting the dots for us. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. So I'm going to pray. And then um, and we have a treat because we're going to have the youth lead us in one more song. So we're going to not... Yeah, the youth, if you don't know about it, don't worry about it. Okay, so, but let's pray. Let's align ourselves. Let's align ourselves with our baptism. Okay, so Lord Jesus, we thank you for the mark of your presence in us. We thank you, Lord. That those who are for us are greater than those who are against us. We thank you, Lord, that the power of the baptism that we've received is still powerfully at work within us. It is not an event. We repent for believing that, oh, this is just an event. This is just a, a, a thing. No, this is something that changed us, that marked us, that set us free, that put us on a different level. We are covenant people. We are connected to the Father. We are not who we used to be, and we will not ever be who we used to be. <laughs> we are baptized. We are the baptized. Just speak that over us right now. We are the baptized. Come on, say it. We are the baptized. Now now personalize it. I am the baptized. Yep. Yep. You are marked by the Lord, by the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your watermark that can be seen as we look up into the light. Thank you, Lord that we apply the power of our baptism to every circumstance, every situation that's coming against us, every way where the enemy is coming against us, we rise up against that right now. In fact, let's stand up. Come on, stand up. We rise up. We rise up. We rise up against the enemy. We rise up against these circumstances. We will dance on the chains of our circumstance. We will dance on the chains of our circumstance. They do not have power over us. They are unbaptized. 
They are not marked. They are out of covenant. And so we thank you, Lord, that we stand today in victory. We stand today in truth, in fullness. We have been brought to fullness. We stand in that, Lord. We thank you that all our sins are forgiven. All the, all the blood has purchased and covered every single thing that has been written against us, and it is completely canceled. We are free. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.